I wonder just, why should we put this in a way that you yeah, guys just realize I should take? Do we want to take one of those things? <coughs> Jordan, I'll probably to close that door in the back. So it feels more exclusive. <coughs> okay. So we're learning Psachim. Gemara and Davvav teaches a halacha <coughs> that Shloshim Yom, Kaida Machag, 30 days before a Yantif, Shalim Vidarshim, Gemara says, Shalim Vidarshim, the Hilchas HaPesach. You take precedence. If you're coming to ask a Shiloh, two people come to a Rav to ask a Shiloh who goes first. So whoever's asking the more pertinent Shiloh goes first. Gemara says, Shalom v'darshim. A rav gets up. He wants to speak about a pertinent topic. Shalom v'darshim. V'hilchas ha-pesach. Shloshim yayim kardam ha-pesach. 30 days before Pesach, he already began talking about Hilchas Pesach. So the Me'iri, in his Chibur Tshuva, the Me'iri says that the Indian behind Chaydash Elul, the idea behind Chaydash Elul is the reason why it's a month of Tshuva, it's a month of introspection, is because it's Shloshim yayim kardam ha-pesach. Rosh Hashanah is the Yom Adin. Rosh Hashanah is, is the Rosh Hashanah. It's exactly what it is. So 30 days before Rosh Hashanah is already 30 days before the Chag. That's when it's pertinent. That's when a person has to be concerned about, about the coming Yantif. A person needs to inquire, needs to learn the Halachas, needs to become inspired, needs to, needs to tune in to that Yantif that's coming. And the Emma says that Chaydash Elul Certainly, you don't, have to go, you don't have to go that far back, but a hundred years ago, Chaydash Elul was Chaydash Elul. There's a story, I've read this in a few places. The first place I saw this was in this uh, little country, Ovechein Tzadikim. So they bring over here a Misa, that there was a Bachar by the name of Eliyahu Tepper. You know who he was? He learned in one of the yeshivas in Romania. And he was the Mitsuyan of the yeshiva, and he wanted to get smicha. Those days, the way you did smicha, you didn't go online, because they didn't have online. Probably that's what they would have done. But the way they really did smicha, they became big Tamil Chachamim, and then they went to different Gedalim and got smicha. This Eliyahu Tepper, he learned in one of the yeshivas in Romania, doesn't tell us which one, and he went to a uh, goggle by the name of Rav Chaim Mordechai Roller. And he went to the yes, it was during Chayda Shalom. He went, he knocks on the door, comes into the house, he invites him in, he says, Yeshom Aleichem, what can I do for you? He says, I came to get fired for smicha. He says, an owl? You have time to get fired for smicha? If it's a pertinent question you need, you know, we'll deal with the question. El? He says, please, please, I'm sorry to do this to you. I need you to come back after. I need you to come back after El. My father-in-law's grandmother um, was born in a town called Aleksat. Aleksat is near Kavna, near Slabatka. And her, her father, his name was Rabbi Frank, was a very rich Yid. 
who had four daughters. He died before he married any of them off, and they all married Gedolei Torah. One of the things that this man, his house was on the top of a hill. In the family, we have a picture of the house. It was on the top of a hill. And the Bali Musar, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, and then the Rabbi Itzala Petterberger, and Rabbi Naftali Amsterdam, all of the, the, the big Bali Musar used to come to spend Elul in their house, away from the world. Um, my father-in-law tells me, he remembers his grandmother telling him, she remembers when the Rabbi Itzel was there. The Rabbi Itzel was the Rabbi Yisrael's main town, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter's main and she rem- one thing she remembers, she was a little girl, but she remembers every few hours they had to bring him another shirt because his shirt became drenched from perspiration of the, the exertion that, it, you know, that he was just exerting himself. When Nurebitzel got married the second time, his first wife passed away. So in the Ksuba he wrote that he's marrying her on condition that Elul is out of the house. Imagine. Every Elul he left. So, you know, you hear these stories of G'dayim, it gives us a little bit, <clears throat> a little bit of a feel for what Elul is. But then I was reading the other day a story about, a, about two businessmen. But he came just in time for this mice. This mice is it. Rabbin Lapian was the son of Rabbi Elia Lapian. He um, remembers as a kid, he grew up in Kelm, and he remembers hearing, he went to the marketplace, and he hears two Gayim talking. These two Gaim were about to enter a business transaction with a Yid. And he hears Guy A say to Guy B, I don't trust this guy. Not, not all Yidin are a thousand percent honest in business. I don't have an easy feeling about this guy. And the other guy says to him, I agree with you, but it's Elul. Jews don't lie during Elul. He said, he made like such a rush on him. These are the Gaim having a conversation in Kelm. Elul's different. Hell is different. It's, as, as we began from the Meiri, it's the Shloshim Yon, it's the 30 days before Rosh Hashanah. It's the time of the year that a person's focused, a person should, a serious year, is focused on trying to be better, focused on realizing that, you know, I, I look back at the year and I look back at all the good things that happened and all, all the challenges that happened and realize it was all predetermined on one day. It was all predetermined in Rosh Hashanah. But I wanted to do this week, maybe next week, maybe the next week, is to like, tap into what some of the great mashgichim of our time are teaching during Chaydesh Elul. I don't know if he's the oldest, or one of the older mashgichim of our Dar. His name is Rav Dov Yafa. He's in Kfar Chasidim, near Haifa in Eretz Yisrael. He's the Talmud Muvuk of Rav Lopian. He was giving Shmuzan in the yeshiva when Rav Lopian was still there. So Rav Dov Yafa, they put out a beautiful sefer of some of his sikhs and ma'amarim called La'avdecha Ba'emes. And he has really an exquisite, exquisite, um, I don't know if this was a vad or a shmuz or whatever it was, really, really exquisite piece on Chodesh Elul, but from a very different angle than we've been speaking on till now, and I think that hopefully this could give all of us a tremendous amount of chizik in our own Avedis Hashem in a very, very practical way. Okay, it's a hashkafa. He's not going to give us the do's and don'ts that we're going to do, but a beautiful, beautiful hashkafa as to how to approach Chodesh Elul. Okay, so let's uh, learn it together. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss it as we go. If anybody has any horrors, obviously feel, um, you feel free to add. Rav Yafa begins by quoting Echaya Adam. You know, normally when we think of tshuva, so <clears throat> tshuva it's, it's, feels like an intimidating thing. A person has to do tshuva. Everything I did, I have to do tshuva. Tshuva is the biggest chesed in the world. So listen. I have to have an accounting for everything I've done. And if I don't take care of it, I'm really nailed. 
Tshuva is the biggest chesed. That a person could do tshuva no matter what a person's done. A person has the ability to do tshuva. A person could undo it. I might need tshuva plus for certain things. But tshuva is incredible. Sisharim asks the kasha. But the person, I, I, I killed the, the person, he killed the person. He was naive. He, he did whatever the Maisel was. Tshuva is supposed to help. That's a kasha of the Masil Sisharim. How does it work? Sisharim gives him a halach. But that's the, Tshuva is a chesed. So the Chaye Adam, when he discusses Chodesh Elul, he begins like this. His first, the first sentence is about Tshuva in general. Ba'avas HaKadosh Baruch Hu Amo Yisrael. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu has such incredible love for his people, for his nation, for Kala Yisrael. Hirba lahiti vaisanu. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu is increasingly looking for ways to be native, to benefit, to be good to us. V'tzivanu lashov lefanav. And that's why he commanded us to do tshuva b'chol eis shenechta. Tshuva is not a Chodesh Elul project. It's, it's any time, during Sivan, during Teves, during any time. A yid does something he shouldn't do, the Rebbeinu Shalom says, you have a way back. I'm interested. It's true, you did it. I told you not to do it. You did it. You knew what you were doing. You were amazed. When we say at the beginning of Shemana Esrei, before we dive in every Shemana Esrei, Hashem Svasai Tiftach. It's a beautiful, beautiful Pasuk. David HaMelech said, what's the context? Rabbeinu Yoyna, in the, in, in, on Masechus Bracha says, Hashem Svasei Tiftach, David HaMelech was saying, after his chait with Bathsheba, whatever happened, but David HaMelech is saying, when I say whatever was happening, meaning whatever the chait really was, but David HaMelech says to Rabbanu Shalom, a carbon, this is where Rabbeinu Yoyna explains it, a carbon you can only bring when you do something b'shaigeg. But if you, bring, you did an Avera b'mezid, you can't bring a carbon. But tefillah works even for a mezid. Hashem Svasei Tiftach. Hashem, on my level, I was amazed, but open my lips, because tefillah, I can still daven. Tefillah, tshuva, these things are there, no matter what a person does, how a person does it, a yid could do tshuva. So, ba'av is a tremendous thing, tshuva is an opportunity, tshuva is a privilege, tshuva is, it's not something you have to do, it's something you get to do, something you're allowed to do, to, to rectify, I could clean up the past, and that applies throughout the year, whenever a yid does something. Even though tshuva is good, any time throughout the year, says the Chaya Adam, during the month of Elul, we're already a week into Elul, it's Muvchar, means it's, it's better, it's choicier, and the time is riper, that a person's tshuva should be accepted, it's more ripe, the most opportune time for tshuva to be accepted, and at the end we'll see what does it mean the most opportune. You did tshuva, you did tshuva. We'll see, we'll, we'll see in a little bit what that means. Why? Why is it that way? Why is tshuva, what's the magic of this time of the year? He says something incredible. Let me speak this out and then we'll see it inside. He says, after the chait of the ego, Yaakov okay, takes us out of Mitzrayim, 49 days later he gives us the Torah, 40 days later Mass Avodah Pretty bad. Moshe Rabbeinu smashes the luchas. He goes for 40 days and 40 nights and he begs HaKadosh Baruch to forgive Klai Yisrael. On Rosh Chodesh Elul Hashem says, I'm giving them another chance. Amazing. I'm giving them another chance. The Gemara says, Chayta Egel is so bad, it's comparable to a Kala who's mezana with somebody else under her chuppah. That was the viola- That's the nature of the violation of Chayta Egel. We were still by Harsina and the Ovedavadazar. That's how bad it was. 
And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Michael, Klai Yisrael. He says, I'm going to forgive them. Forty days later, for that period of forty days, Moshe Rabbeinu is entreating. Forty days later on Yom Kippur, Hashem says, Salach Kidvaracha, and he gives the Lucha Shniyas, and we mamish get a second chance. So the forty days beginning with Rosh Chodesh Elul, when Hashem said, I will give them another chance. Until Yom Kippur, when he gave us another chance, were incredible days of Ratzam. That was HaKadosh Baruch Hu's way. That was, that's when Hashem said, you're welcome back. I'm taking you back. I'm taking you back. You're welcome back. We prepared ourselves. And that was the... He says, Shekshachatu Yisrael be'ego. When Kla Yisrael sinned with the ego. V'nishtabra aluchas be'yud zayin tamuz. And the luchas were broken on the 17th of Tammuz. Allah Moshe Rabbeinu lahar le'ispalo. Moshe Rabbeinu goes up on yud zayin tamuz. He goes up to the mountain to daven that Hashem should maybe give us another chance. To give us a second luchas. When that happened, Moshe Rabbeinu goes up again on Rosh Chodesh Elul and spends 40 days there until Yom Kippur. What does that have to do with anything? Says the Chayyadam. Since those days, then, that year, those days where you may ratzon, they remain that way. In other words, that was kaveya these days to forever be you may ratzon. Nothing to do with Rosh Hashanah. The reason that tshuva is that, that Elul is a zman of tshuva is not because of Rosh Hashanah, according to the Chayadah. It's because it's the best time in the year. This is the time in the year that we are most wanted by Hashem. This is the time of the year that Hashem gave us another chance. And therefore, perpetually, for every door since then, HaKadosh Baruch always, you want another chance, this is his man to get it. Nothing at all to do with Rosh Hashanah. It's the best possible time. Every single year, The Rachamim is Nisara Lamaila, meaning up in Shamayim, HaKadosh Baruch is Nisara once again to bring us back this is the best time for that. V'heim yamei ha-ratzan. So Rav Dov Yafa speaks this out, this diak. Lamadnu midivrei chaya adam. We learn from the words of the chaya adam. Shele yamei elol yesh erach umayla atzmiyim. The days of elol have their own inherent worth and value. Milvad uvdas heyosam smuchem liyamim naraim. Besides the fact that they're the 30 days that we said before from the Me'iri, the 30 days before the yamim naraim, besides that, that's one reason to do tshuva. But besides, the best possible time of the year, these are inherent yamei ratzon. Biglal heyosam yamei ratzon. You know, we have a huge zchus every single Monday and Thursday, unless there's a bris, or tzchadosh nesan, to say more psuke bakashas after shmonesri before tachnon. The vuhu rachum. Everybody loves it. Right? Don't get frustrated when the chazan ends quicker. Why do we do it? Right? Why do the reason we do that is because the day that Moshe Rabbeinu went up, Rosh Chodesh Elul that year was a Thursday. Yom Kippur that year was a Monday. This is Mishnah Bura. So since the Yemei Ratzon began with a Thursday and ended with a Monday, so Thursday and Monday remain Yemei Ratzon forever. So it's not only the calendar date, it's the day of the week. Remain. This was such a Yemei Ratzon forever. The best days for Ratzon are Thursday and Monday. And that's why when we have all these bakashas, incredible bakashas, davening for, for Geula and davening for personal Geulas from Tsaras, from, 
The two days that you have the right to ask for something like that is a Monday and a Thursday. And that's why we do it. Because he went up on a Monday and he came down. He went up on a Thursday and came, and came down on a Monday. So, so, so far we've learned something new. First of all, tshuva is not something, oh, you have to do tshuva if you did something wrong. No, you have to get punished if you did something wrong. You get to do tshuva despite the fact that you did something wrong. The best time of the year to do tshuva, the time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is merachim the most, the time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is open to a second chance the most, so to speak, the time that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will look past in a certain sense, is davka chaydash And that's, um, that gives us an understanding of why it's the most opportune time to take advantage of it and to be Isaac in the, in the, in the avoid of tshuva. He says in the next small, in the next small section, he quotes... The great Mashkiach Rav Chatzka Levenstein. Rav Chatzka Levenstein took over for Rabbi Rucham in the Mir. He was with them in China. And he then became the Mashkiach in Panavish Yeshiva after, when he came to Eretz Yisrael. Amish from the Gedayle Adar, Kaddish Vatar Amish. So he quotes a few things over here from Rav Chatzka. One of the things he says, if you want to know what does Yemei Ratzon mean, how do I take advantage of Yemei Ratzon? He says, let's go back to that first Yemei Ratzon that they had. And let's see what Moshe Rabbeinu did with it. Yeah, this is fascinating. And this is, this is something for everybody. Any one of us could do what Moshe Rabbeinu did. Let's take a look. Since these days are, we've just defined them as Yemei, we've identified them as Yemei Ratzon. If they're Yemei Ratzon, it's Pasha that you could achieve and attain during these days. If it's Yemei Ratzon, <clears throat> then you could attain things that throughout the rest of the year you can. Lahavdil, <clears throat> lahavdil. If you have somebody, you know, normally you ask your parents for certain things and they, <clears throat> they're not going to give it to you. You see they're in an expansive mood, they're in a good mood, they're in a giving mood. Now's the time. You always wanted something. Go, go. <clears throat> this is the time to go and ask. Listen to this. Amashkiach Rabbi Chatzka Levenstein. Hevi makar nifla lakach. He brought an incredible makar. Shehinei. La'achar chayta eagle, after the chayta eagle, Bikesh Moshe Rabbeinu, Alavach Shalom Yakurish Baruchu, Kama Bakashas, when Hashem was forgiving them for the chayta eagle, Moshe Rabbeinu starts asking Hashem for numerous random bakashas at that point. Venana, and he was, he, and he was answered. La'achar Mikain, and after that, Moshe Rabbeinu bashfully goes and asks for the gold. This is all in Parshas Kisisa. I want to see you. I know you're not physical. I know that I am. But I want to be close to you. And I want you to be real to me. As real, I want to see you. Let me see you. Because of Rashi, Rashi says, What's Moshe Rabbeinu asking such a bakasha? A human being could ask such a thing? Ra Moshe, this is a Rashi in Chumash. Moshe Rabbeinu sees Shahaya Ace Ratzon. He sees that this now is a time of Ratzon. Udvarov Mekubalim. And therefore, Kadesh Baruch is he's giving in, so to speak. Whatever he wants, he's getting. Vahosef Lishol. So now he says, if I'm ever going to ask this, this is the time. Vahosef Lishol. He now asks, Laharos Maris Kavodah. And Hashem says to Moshe, listen, it's technically, it's, it's not possible, but I'll show, you, I'll show you my back. I'll show you whatever you could see. As much of me as you could see without dying, I'll show you that. 
So says Rav Chatzkel Ebenstein, Mispar Midivrei Rashi, you see from the words of Rashi, Shalamrat Shemosha Rabbeinu Allah Vashalom Lish, Hishtoikik Liras HaSakadosh Baruch Hu. Moshe Rabbeinu reached the highest levels of Nevuah ever. Moshe Rabbeinu had a Hishtoikikus, he had a yearning to see Hashem. But he knew he could never ask for such a thing. Who him did he waited Achetia Ace Ratzon? He waited until there would be an Ace Ratzon. The Rak Oz, only then could he ask this from Hashem. When was this Ace Ratzon? This was the Ace Ratzon of Chaydash Elul, when Hashem said, I'm forgiven for the Chayda Egal. Harei Lano Amar Mashkech, Sir of Chatzkel said, Sha'afilu Moshe Rabbeinu Allah Vashalom, even Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest that ever lived, Bechvoida of Atzmai, with all his glory, him himself. Savar, he knew that there were things that he, even he, could only get during El, because it's an Ace Ratzon. Savar she'efshah lahasik be'ace Ratzon, dvarim she'bizman ragil, things that during a regular time, ulay lo yuchal lahasik. Chevro, we're here, we're in the month of Elul, we're a week into Elul. All of us have things that we really, really, I don't want to get too emotional right now, but I know that I have, and I know that so many of you have. There are things that we really, really want and need. We all need Yeshua's. People close to us need Yeshua's. We need Rafu's. There's so many things that are impossible. There's so many things we don't understand. There's so many things that are not clear. There's so many things that we only wish that we could do. We wish we could daven. We wish we could learn. We wish we won't, wouldn't have to deal with certain obstacles that Akash Baruch for whatever reason, decided to put in our lives and the lives of people that are close to us. This is the time to ask, but you have to really ask. You have to really ask. If it's during tefillahs, if it's during other times, we have to ask. We, I'm not saying you, we, all of us. We learn it. It's an ace rutz and chaydash elul. You know, sometimes you, you know, we ruggle to think because it's a zman of tshuva. It's so serious and ominous. Yes, it is serious. It's incredible. It's a time, if, if, it's a time you can't get enough of it. He says in the next sentence, Im Kain, Kam achashuv. That's why it's so important. Sheninatzel kol rega. We should take advantage of every moment of this incredible time period. Miyamei ratzon elu. He says, Amashkech kinalasam. Rabbi Chatzkol used to refer to the to, to this period of the year as Yamim hanechmadim. What is nechmadim? How would you translate it? Nechmad. Desirable. Desirable. I love that. Desirable days. These are such desirable, such wonderful days. Things that you would not normally be able to get. You could get it during Elul. And this is the time which we, have, which we utilize for tshuva. Because maybe there's certain things that we did, or thought, or said, that perhaps it's not so partial to get a kapara. This is the time period. What an incredible chesed Hashem. Kvar Amra Chachamim Chachamim said, they pointed out, that the zodiac of the, every month has a different constellation, has a different zodiac in the stars. Shemazel Chaydash Elul Hu Besula. The mazel of Chaydash Elul is a maiden. Why, why a Besula? Besula is a chasen, meets a Besula. He, he, he loves a Besula. He's starting off his life with a Besula. Levate, this expresses the kirva miyuchedus, the great closeness between HaKadosh Baruch and us, like a chasen who's found a new kala. That's Chaydash Elul. Chodesh Elul is a time of and It's an exciting time. It's a serious time. It's a time that a person's got to be a fool not to blow, to blow away and not to utilize the time properly. And we need to realize, let us think about the things that we need, the things that are so important to us. People run to tzaddikim, people run, they should. And they run to kvarim and they run. And others wait for Chodesh Elul. Now we're already in Chodesh Elul.
We're in Meiron. We're in Uman. Pick your place. You, you know, we're by the Baba Sali himself. We're in Chaydash And this is the time that all of us need to, need to take it. It's Yemei Ratzon. It's a time that Hashem wants to give. He wants to give if we sincerely ask. Let's go drop further. <coughs> he continues. The natural instinct, the natural emotion, the natural feeling that exists during Chodesh Elul, usually, certainly B'nai Torah, spend time in yeshivas, it's a serious time. It is a time. There is a din. We're, we, we know, we're cognizant of the fact there's going to be a din, and a serious din. And usually the feeling is one of cherda, of charada, of, 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 of trembling. Mishpat Rosh Hashanah. We don't say there's a serious mishpat. Baram hasaba mikelm amar. The saba, the altar of kelm said, in addition to the trembling from the din, a person has to be filled with simcha as well. Shalitzad tchusha sacharada. Have that seriousness. And be nervous. It's not so pasha. There's a serious din. Everything's going to have an accounting. But there needs to be an emotion, a feeling, an, an energy of simcha during Elul as well. And he said something beautiful. Uh, we've just finished. Uh, we've just finished the summer break, the summer vacation. We just started yeshiva today. Summer is, is a time of rejuvenation. Summer is a time of relaxation. Summer is a time of re-energizing, of getting more, just getting out there, getting getting one's body healthier again. It's a time the altar of Kelm is going to tell us of get, getting one's body healthier. And Chaydash Elul is a continuation of the body, of, 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 the, of the rejuvenation. It's when we get the soul healthy. We're continuing the rejuvenation project. We're into, in the base medrash. We left the outdoors. We're coming into the base medrash. Recreation is in full gear. Not to solidify the goof, but not to solidify the nefesh. I'm going to do tshuva, I'm going to make myself better, I'm going to clean up the parts that need to be cleaned out, I'm going to figure out where I went wrong, I'm going to look at where I went right and try to solidify that. Ki yemei Elul hem yemei havra l'nefesh. The days of Elul are days of havra, of, of rejuvenation, of, it's a spa for the soul. Just like a person is happy when he finds a comfortable place, a nice place, lahavra to rejuvenate himself, from the weakness of his body, a person goes to a spa, a person goes to a resort, a person goes to, a person goes to the mountains, a person goes to, I don't know, to a canyon, a person goes to places where his, his body just becomes refreshed, he replenishes his physical energy. And a person is waiting, he's looking forward to when he's going to be going for that trip. We have to also look forward to the month of Elul. Elul is a time where we could clean up our neshamas, clean, clean ourselves up from where... It's a time of introspection. The neshamas yearning for it. These are days that are mesugal, these are days that are prone, that are much easier. To be able to heal the sicknesses of our soul. If we... So again, it is a time of tshuva, and tshuva sometimes is painful. Because the way tshuva works is you have to recognize the fact that you're not perfect. You have to recognize the fact that things need to be fixed. That tshuva requires harata. Tshuva requires kabbalah lahaba. Tshuva requires... Tshuva is a very... It's, it's not pasha tshuva. But it's a privilege to be able to do it. The simcha is... But I'm, 
I'm doing this and I'm doing this in the best time and if I do it right, I'm clean, I'm in. What an incredible... So it's serious. There's charada on the one hand because what happens if I don't? What happens if I don't do this well? But if I do it right, and that's what a person's got to do, I'm nervous, therefore I do it right. And therefore I can be besimcha. Chashav, and this he speaks out this nekuda now in the next, in the next uh, little paragraph in that. Chashav lahav here. It is important to clarify one more thing. Ma'od, matzui ma'od, it is very, very common. Shekasher anu That when we look into our ma'asem, mefashvesh means that when we feel, we start going deeper. It could be a very sobering experience, to say the least. Very often we find ourselves very far from the desired place, from where we hoped we would be. The Yeshnam and there are the many people, when they think about this, where was I last year? Where did I think I would get? And where am I now? When people think about it, they fall into atzus, they fall into sadness, they become depressed, they start to give up. He says, don't do that. The reason that you're looking into this is because you're able to fix it up. In other words, you're not doing this to, don't stop when you realize the problems and say, I guess I'm so messed up. Say, despite all of that, I could still clean it up. No matter what I've done, I still am able, this kind of atzvah, becoming sad and despondent as a result of this, it's, it's a mistake. It's based on a false premise. Aleinu Lizkar, because we need to remember Shekol Ritzayna Shal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzon is not that we should get stuck. He wouldn't have created Tshuva if he wanted us to get punished and stuck. Lehitiv Lano, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be good to us. V'chol Nesina Satara Yisrael, the reason he gave us all the mitzvahs, and the reason he told us to stay away from all the Averis, in the first place was so that he could be good to us and give us Char. He Bichdei Lehitiv Imanu. The reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us was to be good to us. The reason He gave us all the Torah and mitzvahs was to be good to us. I we so hard to keep a lot of it, and so many times we don't keep it well. But since HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to be good to us, He created Tshuva as well and said, come back. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't come with unreasonable complaints against His creations. Elamai, so what are you going to say? Elamai, so we messed up. We're not where we wanted to be in Avodah Hashem. Exactly, that's why you need to do tshuva. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us the gift of tshuva. It's because of this reason that Hashem gave us these 40 days from Rosh Chodesh Elul until Yom Kippur so that we should do the proper Heshtadlus to fix our ways. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be able to be native to us the way He really wanted to. Chodesh Elul is a gift. It's a, gift, it's a time of Eisratzen. It's a time, first of all, that we could ask for things we never... Besides Tshuva, it's a time for Bakasha. It's a time to get closer. And this is the time for doing Tshuva. Why? To give us the proper perspective on Tshuva. It's not you better do Tshuva or else. There's an or else. You get to do Tshuva. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling us now, I want you to do Tshuva. Take it seriously. But if I take it seriously, I might get depressed. I'm looking... I start, I go through my day, this part of the day, that part of the day, or I go through the Shulchan Aruch, and it could be very depressing. He says, don't get depressed. What do you mean? But it's sad. Remember, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created you to be good to you. He gave you the Torah mitzvah so that he could give you schar. And if you mess up, he's giving you the gift of tshuva. 
So see what you did and clean it up. And then you'll be able to get you back to exactly the desired place of where Kaddish Baruch wanted to be made to you. So then he just brings over here that uh, <coughs> the Talmudim of Reb Chatzkel, uh, heard Reb Chatzkel saying that one time he said he never had a sad day in his life. His entire life he was happy. Always happy. So he says that the Talmudim were a little perplexed. He was so hard on himself. He was always medactic. Why did you do this and why did you say this? So what do you mean you never had it? So you were always happy all your life. So but that didn't make him depressed. He says, why did you do this? And then he, he straightened out. He was always happy because he was always knew that he was he found the parts that needed to be fixed. <clears throat> and that, and he used to fix it. That's what he deals with over here. Let's go now to the very last section that begins with Lenatzel as Yemearatzan. Lenatzel means to, to take advantage. To take advantage of these Yemei Ratzin. It's just ending off, ending off this Nakuda. Ha'es Ratzin shall Yemei Elul hu gam le'inyan tshuva she'en ha'shlema. I don't know the Makar for this, but he's a very big yid. Very, from the biggest we've got. He says a tremendous yisoid. The Ace Ratzin we've said so far means it's an Ace Ratzin you could ask for things. It's a time that's easiest for tshuva. Easiest to do tshuva. He says, and even if you don't do perfect tshuva, during Elul, it's good enough. Ha'es ratzun shal yamei Elul, hu gam le'inyan tshuva she'en ha'shlema. Even tshuva that throughout the rest of the year might not be good enough because it doesn't quite cut it. During the Ace ratzun of El Hashem takes what he could get. It's unbelievable. Shebechol ha'shana e'na maspika k'deli yizkabel. Throughout the year, maybe this level of tshuva wouldn't be enough to be accepted. Ube'elul hikala yoser le'izkabel. Now I'm not trying to say we enter avad. It was just we don't have to do really great tshuva. Fine. Let's go shoot another basket. I'm not saying that. But a person, if a person feels, you know, it's so hard for me. I'm not really feeling it. I'm trying my best. Or maybe I'm not trying my... But just do it. Just do what you can. Take advantage of the moment. You're not feeling it so much. Do what you can feel right now. Do what you can right now. Take advantage of it. Even what would not be sufficient throughout the rest of the year, Rabbi Dov Yafa is teaching us works during Chaydash Of course I need to have Charot. Listen, I remember once a guy saying to me, I don't know how to say it, but I know I'm supposed to have Charot and stuff, but it was really a lot of fun. <laughs> Really was like. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do about that? Like I won't do it again. I realize it's bad. Okay, so <laughs> what charot? You know, so why are you trying to do? I realize it's bad. Okay, you, you had your fun, but you wouldn't repeat it. You realize it was bad for your soul. The whole beginning of, of the Shari Tshuva, Rabbi Yona talks about what an abera does to a person's nefesh, the harm it causes the nefesh, the harm it could. Whatever a person could do, whatever a person could do, but do something. Take advantage. That's basically the aside of tonight. It's an ace rotson. Take advantage in whichever way you can. Person, every person in, in his way. Tefillah is more accepted during the month of Elul. Which, by the way, means that the Yetzirah is also, you know, he, he, he got a copy of this also. So he also knows what's going on. He's going to try to distract us. But tefillah is more powerful. Tefillah is accepted more during Elul. What does that mean based on what he's saying? Even a lesser tefillah. Even if it's not a ne'ilah-powered tefillah, during Chaydash Elul works more. So take advantage of it. 
you can insert whatever you want to the middle brachas of Shemana Esrei. Every bracha. I might have mentioned this, Esri, I don't remember, but I remember in the cemetery in B'nai Brak, on Reb Chatzkel's grave, there's a, somebody took a stone, must have had a child who went off the derech, he took a stone and he cemented it onto Reb Chatzkel's grave. Please insert in the bracha Bashiveno Avinu the name of my son. But he's in, that's really intense, you know, because he knows a lot of people are coming to this grave and people who take life seriously. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like shaking like a lulav, you know. Whoa. But it's a time you could daven. You could daven. So many things to daven for das, for geulah, for slicha, for, for, for tshuva, for parnasa, for refuah, for get to Shema Koleinu, and we should take advantage of it. You can ask for it a second time, or a third time. That's what we do. It's an anchekness zagdala meitfila. Then he says, Here's the bad news. But since the Yetzirah also learned about Elul, he's been around for Elul since Elul was created. Yetzirah knows about it. He's going to do whatever he can to do what? To distract us. That's all he needs to do. To weaken our grasp. From taking advantage of these elevated lofty days. He's going to distract us. So when we feel distracted, we, he's doing his. We need, need a, I don't think that this just means to go to Thursday night. But, be but we, means you have to stand on guard. You have to be careful. Don't waste time. That's the aside. Don't waste time. Be prepared. Take advantage. Let's end off now with the Misa that we started with. He does it without names. Shamati Uvda, I heard a story. A Talmud Chacham Shanasa Bukhaidish Elo Lamerkakrav. There was a Talmud Chacham who traveled a long distance in order to get smicha from one of the Gedalim. Muvan, it's understood that the great God will accept him. He said, Wow, Talmud Chacham came, what could I do for you? Achla Achar Shashama, once he heard Shabam and Aslakabal Smicha, that he came to get smicha. The God says to him, Now? During Elo? Akshab? Be'elo? Lemi yesh zman, who's got time for that? Stop giving you a faharon. Tavach re sukkas, please come back. Please come back after sukkas. Omnam yesh mitzvah lazar la yehudi. So now he's being down the kafskos. Don't get the wrong picture of the gadol. Of course you have to help another yid. And had he really needed the help right, then he would have helped him. But the time to be busy with smicha and extra projects is not during Elul. Elul, we've got to utilize the time. Let's just learn this. This is the phrase... Elul needs to be taken advantage of in its entirety. To be involved in Torah, to be involved in Shuvah. Like we said before, Tefillah as well. The best place to do it is Yeshiva. You know, Lomaisi, you're in a Yeshiva, you're among like-minded people. We have Sadarim anyway. We have a decent pace of Tefillah anyway. doesn't schlep. But it's... Davening in a yeshiva minyan is different than davening in a different type of minyan. It really is. There are other minyanim in town, other minyanim, unless the guy's running to Nates. <clears throat> you know, but if you're not going to Nates, daven, daven first of all in, in the place that you learn. Daven well and give chizik to the people who daven next to you. When you daven well, they'll daven well. When they daven well, you'll daven well together. And take advantage of these days. We hear Tkir Shaifer every morning. You know, just in an environment, keep the environment holy. Let's utilize, utilize, make an extra Kabbalah, Bli Nether, to try to utilize the time well, not to waste time. 
I don't know if a person feels it. A person, every person knows himself. The guy realizes during the first 10 minutes of Seder, he battles. So be macabre for the first 15 minutes. No batala. I'm able to do a half hour without battling. So let me be macabre 40 minutes without... That I'm going to get stretches. What am I going to do during tefillah? T- take advantage of tefillah. Won't you space out? What am I supposed to do? Because Rebbe created fingers and he created the place. That's a schooler for not losing the place. It's by... I tried it myself once. It, it, it works. Not to, to try what we can. Let's take advantage, not to blow. But basically what I'm saying is, we're doing it anyway. Let's try to do it right. So Shabbat bench all of us, a tremendous Yatadishmaya, to take advantage of Chaydash Elul, to realize that it's Yemei Ratzon, it's tremendous, tremendous times of opportunity. Take it seriously. And this way we'll feel the Simcha, in addition to the Chayrad HaSadim. And we should all be Mechazak each other, because we could all use it. Ruben, thank you very much. <laughs>